We made USAA insurance for veterans like James. When he found out how much USAA was helping members save, he said, It's time to switch. We'll help you find the right coverage at the right price. USAA. What you're made of, we're made for. Restrictions apply. As we embark on another week in the wrestling world, of course, we're going to get you caught up on the latest happenings, but we're also going to pay tribute to another well-loved wrestler who was taken from us far too soon. All that's coming up on this edition of the Bomb Wrestling Podcast. The bomb drops now. What's up, all of you friendly, nice, amazing people? Oh, hi, everyone. We love you so much. You this is the best. It's TSF. Was is it Rillo? Hunter Knott. Oh, my God. And you're listening to the Pipe Bomb Wrestling Podcast. Thank you, TSF, and hello and welcome to this season four, episode three of the Bible Bomb Wrestling Podcast, the show that is for the fans, by the fans. I am your phenomenal host, Mr. Podcasting, Chris Belcher, and with me in person this time, <laughs> we're, we're, we're pretty much healthy. Yeah. Mr. Andy York, how's it going, man? Much better than last week. Um, if you listen to PBWF at all, the last like 10 minutes was just me dying. So, uh, sorry about that, but yeah, I'm feeling, I'm feeling much better and it's going to be back in person and it feels, it feels more natural when we're doing this in the same room. So it does. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It for sure does. I mean, you allow yourself to have better conversation, yep. you know, chemistry is better. Yada, yada. Your internet doesn't die halfway through and have to come back out later. And the internet doesn't <laughs> die and, and your host has to stall and all yeah. that kind of stuff. You did good though. You, oh, did, you. you did good stalling. Did, did you listen back? I did. You could tell when I was I stalling? Well, I needed to see if I needed to cut or oh, that's whatever. True. Yeah, so I, I went back and watched it. Yeah, he yep. picked that pretty well. Yeah. So I, I tried my best to, to you know, whatever. <laughs> Anywho, uh, if you haven't checked out last week's episode two, make sure you do that. It's available in our archives, uh, available on Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, all those places. Make sure you check it out. Make sure you subscribe to that feed. Give us a five-star review. We would appreciate it very much. Andy mentioned PBWF. That is our fantasy booking show. It is on its own feed, available in all those places as well. So, Pie Bomb Wrestling Podcast, Pie Bomb Wrestling Federation. Search them differently. Subscribe to both. Tell a friend. We would appreciate it. We would. So uh, make sure uh, while you're at it, you're subscribing to our partners. Why does I'm done a YouTube channel uh, support sports wire radio. And of course our brand new partner wrestle buddy. Uh, we have had some great conversations this week with the wrestle buddy people about some ideas, some shows, some other things, some articles, all that is coming your way very, very soon. And we will post that stuff on social media. So we encourage you guys go check out what they're doing right now um and make sure you support us when we're on there as well yeah and if you're you know they also aren't just wrestling they also have some marvel dc stuff as well yes. which if you're like me i i thrive off of that as well so yes. definitely go check them out and you know give them all the love and support that you know they, they work hard for it and they do a great job over there they do they absolutely do and if they didn't do a great job we wouldn't be partnering exactly. with them so there you go so make sure you follow them uh, they're on Twitter as well. Uh, check out the website. Check out all the great stuff there. Make sure you're following us on social media. As I said at the top of the show, at PBW Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Interact with us. That is the best way for us to know if you're digging what we're doing. Also, ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash PBW Podcast. Check out our Pro Wrestling Tees store. That's a great way to support the show as well. Some great t-shirts up there. Make sure that you do that. All right. Before we go any further, Andy. Um, we want to make sure, as I said in the open, uh, we want to pay tribute and we want to honor another fallen wrestler taken from us way too soon. And that is Jay Briscoe. 
he was killed on Tuesday, 38 years old, uh, in a terrible car accident. I think yeah. the person that he was in an accident with also died. His daughters who were in the car with him are in critical but stable condition. Yeah. Just a tough, tough thing, man. Yeah. Um, you know, I I didn't see this. I, I was doing something else and you texted me that Jay Briscoe had died. And I was like, there's no way that he died. I went on Twitter and looked and it's just, it's, it's a difficult situation. Um, very, very sad. Yep. Um, you know, I, I think the Briscoes, the, the ring of ring of honor has had a lot of fantastic talent throughout the years. Yep. I mean, you got CM Punk, Adam Cole, Tyler Black, now Seth Rollins, Kevin Steen, El Generico. When I think of ring of honor, the first thing that pops in my mind is the Briscoes. Sure. Like the Briscoes are ring of honor through and through. Um, yep. I think personally the the Briscoes are the greatest tag team to never be in, like never get a huge stage like WWE or AEW. Right. <clears throat> They're probably the, the greatest indie tag team of all time. Um, mm. They are the two of the best, two of the greatest ladder performers of all time. If you've never seen a Briscoes ladder match, they are ridiculous. Yep. Um, I only got to see them wrestle once in person. Um, and it was here in Nashville, it was Ring of Honor, um Honor for Glory, I think the show was. Um, and it was a a three-way tag match. It was the Briscoes, the Young Bucks, and the Addiction, which was Christopher Daniels and Frankie Kazarian. Nice. And it was <laughs> it was as good as you thought it was gonna be. Sure. Um, it's just it's it's so sad that, that this has happened. Um, you know, and I think I think of his family, I think of his friends, I think of his coworkers. I know specifically like FTR has taken this very, very hard. Um, Bucks. The Bucks have taken this very hard. Adam Cole. Listen, if you've never seen the Jay Briscoe, Adam Cole feud from Ring of Honor, please sure. go check it out because they, they did fantastic stuff there. So just it's, it's so sad that we um, lost him at such a young age and he was taken from us so, so young and, yep. um, you know, thoughts and prayers with his family and, you know, still with his, with his daughters who are, are going through a very difficult time right now as well. And his wife that has to, deal with all of this for sure and there's been some backstage reports and rumors about politicking and AEW not being able to do a tribute show or what have you right we're not gonna get into that that's not necessary at this point right because it 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 is what it is but AEW did film something for what they call honor club yeah so they filmed a show after uh dynamite that's going to be available on that and then ring of honors first or their uh, what do they call it? Uh, the pay-per-view mania weekend, whatever that is um, going to be. They're going to do a tribute to it yeah. there as well. Yeah. They, and the thing is like honor club is a, a paywall subscription, Yep. but Tony Khan has said that this tribute is going to be absolutely free on ring of honor club, as well as on cool. ring of honors, YouTube channel as well. Very cool. So as soon as they get it edited and everything, they're going to put it on there for free because you know, they want everybody to be able to pay tribute and respect to, to Jay Briscoe. And I know a lot of people were frustrated that, AEW didn't do more on Dynamite to pay tribute. They were only allowed to do so much because yep. Warner Brothers is stupid, but that's a different topic for a different day. Yes, it is. Um, but, you know, they're doing what they can, and they've done a great job. Plus, everybody that wrestled had, you know, the J armband yep. and everything like that. So, yep. um, just, it sucks, man. It really it sucks that this has happened. 
It does. It really, really does. So thoughts and prayers out to the, the Briscoe family, the Ring of Honor family, the AEW family, anybody who was touched. Even WWE did a nice tribute on NXT. They, yeah. they mentioned it. Yeah. Uh, they cut a whole segment because of it, which, again, we don't have to get into. Right. Um, but in Triple H with a nice message on social media as well. Shawn Michaels. As Shawn well. Michaels. Yeah. They didn't have to do that. No. You know what I mean? And like Seth Rollins gave this whole story about working with the Briscoe. Like, I think we forget how many Ring of Honor talent are actually on WWE. Yep. TV now they all worked together for years yeah. and 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 grew up in this business together so um this one you know this one hurts a lot of people it hurts a lot of fans i know personally this this one stings they're my favorite like i said my favorite tag team outside of yep. wwe w or the briscoes and so um you know it, it's, it's difficult and yesterday was mark briscoe's br- br- birthday wow. so it's just it's it's a difficult time for all of them right now it definitely is for sure so thoughts and prayers out to uh out to all of them uh, Andy, I know no other easy way to transition out of that into a different topic other yep. than just saying we're, we're going to move on and yep. um, let, let, let's talk about some other wrestling stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think um, this time of year being the Rumble, um, you know, we, we started doing this last week, this old school segment. We, we did it with, um, you know, kind of raw memories that, mm-hmm. that we remember the last couple of years. Well, this is Rumble season and. I think the thing that the Rumble is most recognized for and most remembered for is not um, necessarily the winners. I mean, the winners obviously are important in sure. main eventing WrestleMania. The thing is the surprise returns and the debut. Yep. And right. no other debut that I can remember in the Rumble shocked the world, like in 2016 with AJ Styles showing up. Um, the way they shot it was kind of infuriating at the time but it made sense they wanted to hide yep. the phenomenal they wanted they wanted everything to, to go the way it did yep. and so you know kind of looking back throughout history the rumble has had a lot of surprise returns yep as well as a lot of uh surprise debuts that have worked out haven't worked out right um so kind of you know what are some returns slash debuts from the rumble that stick out to you the most. Well, obviously this one. Right. I mean, seven years ago, this coming week. It's crazy that it's that long ago. Uh, seven years ago, <laughs> AJ Styles, finally, the one that they said wouldn't make it in WWE, the one who in 2001 was yep. offered a WWE developmental contract and turned it down to bet on himself. And it paid off. <laughs> and it paid off big time. Yep. Um, so he comes in. Nobody could have expected the impact he was going to make. Um, pun intended. Yes, pun intended. Um, nobody could have expected what he was going to do, especially in his first year yep. in WWE, main eventing two pay-per-views back-to-back for the World Heavyweight Championship against the top guy, Roman yep. Reigns, at the time. And speaking of Roman Reigns, you mentioned how they shot that debut. Just, we talk about Roman's facials all the time. Yeah. Like, that sold it. Yeah. That's that's what sold it for the, the people that were watching. But I... Even further than that is looking behind Roman at the crowd. Yeah. And you can see their faces when phenomenal hits on the screen. And then just the pop. They just lose <laughs> it. There's AJ. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. I mean, he's talking about debuts and returns uh, at Rumbles. Obviously, Edge yep. uh, is huge. Twice. Uh, tw- <laughs> twice. Exactly. Twice. Um, the biggest one being in 2020, mm-hmm. coming back after nine years of being gone. Uh, John Cena in 2008, who yep. could ever forget that humongous return? Um, I'll throw in a couple. Carlito came back recently and was yeah. really cool. Yeah. 
Christian made his return at yep. the Rumble. That was unexpected. Yep. And then you look at the women's side, and you've got the Bellas and Trish and Lita and just random ones. Vicky Guerrero being in that the was Rumble a great was one. wild. That was a great one. Yep. So good. And then, of course, you got Ronda, and then you got Brock, and then you've got, you know, all the ones right. that maybe not as impactful right but the rumble is the season for that and we know we're going to get to it in a little bit that cody rhodes has been announced as coming back so the the tradition continues yeah one of the things that especially last year i think if you want to go back and listen to me harp about the rump the rumble is my favorite pay-per-view of the yes. year like my it's I, I think it's not necessarily better but i enjoy it more than wrestlemania just because of the surprise factor and everything else the rumble last year both rumbles was a huge disappointment. Terrible. A yep. huge disappointment. Two of the worst that we've watched yes. in a long time. Yes. And part of that was because they literally told everybody that was going to be in it right from the jump, except for Brock and Rhonda. Like they were I, the I, winners. There were no big surprises last year. Right. And especially in the men's rumble, there were no big surprises. Um, and so like this year, my hope is like, yeah, you can like tell us tell us I want to know Cody's coming back. I think I think them saying Cody's coming back was smart. We'll talk about that later. But like some of the other ones I remember is like 2012, I believe it was, when they did the 40 man rumble and Kevin Nash yes. made his return. Mm-hmm. And you listen to uh, Joey Stryker, I think it was Joey Stryker on commentary, just lose his mind. Yep. Um, Booker T also a couple years ago. Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho. 2013. Yeah. Is that right? 2013, I believe it was when he made his return. That like, that was amazing. And then, you know, like you look at 2020, Keith Lee making his return after the Survivor Series with NXT, Raw, SmackDown. Yep. Keith Lee was the star coming out of Survivor Series. And then they they impacted on on Rumble as well. So the, the Rumble is one of those that it can make or break careers and like surprise returns. With AJ Styles, the way they did it, instantly it felt like a megastar. Um, when Keith Lee showed up in 2020, and the way the way Brock sold like big boy coming in like yeah they, they they can make stars really quickly with the rumble one that i'll throw out that might not be thought of this way but is a huge impact is not necessarily a return but technically an in-ring debut uh-huh. 1992 rick flair yeah yeah he hadn't had a match in wwe yeah he showed up at the end of 91 his first match was the rumble 1992 he comes in at number three yeah and he wins the whole thing yeah for the world heavyweight championship just a huge moment yeah yeah that one uh that one definitely sticks out for sure and then another one that people don't really remember he kind of got his uh revenge because they tried it in 2015 and the 2015 rumble is the worst rumble probably of all time um he showed up got booed out of the building because he wasn't he wasn't daniel bryan showed up in 2018 to one of the biggest pops of the night that was Rey mysterio when Rey mysterio showed up that pop was that pop was huge and then when bubba showed up Bully Ray showed up a couple years ago as well. Yes. That one in Philly, that one was huge. That was twenty fifteen. That was twenty fifteen. Yeah. yeah, that was, that was 20, the that was the highlight of the twenty fifteen. <laughs> was the highlight of the twenty fifteen. Even the Rock showing up was was rough. And as you alluded to with me on last season when we were talking about Rumble season and big surprises, that yep. was Bubba's one and only Royal Rumble, Rumble appearance, yeah. which yep. is wild. Yep. Which is also crazy because I don't remember. I don't think Finn was in it last year either. Finn's only been in one. Right. That's correct. Like that's crazy that they've only been in it once so wild all right let's move on from the old school to the here and now let's talk about aew man an interesting show this week 
very interesting interview with uh, Renee Paquette and Hangman. I'm interested to see kind of what they do with that. Yep. You mentioned it earlier about Jay Briscoe, and we mentioned about the Young Bucks. Um, they were in action having the you know the J on their armband in a losing effort to top flight, but what a match. Yeah, it was great. And that, you know, I'm glad they lost, which is it sounds weird to say that, but it makes sense that they lost this match because they're coming off the best of seven series, yep. grueling matches. It makes total sense that that they would come in and lose this kind of match. Um, a lot of tributes to the Briscoes in this, which was yes. touching and very, very nice. Yep. Um, and just, you know, a young bucks tag team match is going to be good. So it was, sure. when you get top flight in there that are pretty good as well, it was, it was a recipe for success. I'm interested to see what they do with the bucks here. Cause I yeah. feel like they're teetering in tweener mode. Yeah. You know, because they really, they wrestled this match as heels. Yeah. It seemed like, but they've been baby faces in the best of seven series. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I guess it just depends on who the, the opponents are. Yeah. Um, because like, you know, if, um, because I think the next trio's uh, feud for the Bucks is probably going to be House of Black. Probably. Um, which they'll probably wrestle more babyface style in, in that feud. But then again, like if it's like Punk and FTR, you never know if they're going to wrestle babyface or heel or whatever the case is as well. So right. I'm, I, I think they're kind of like Moxley and they feed off the crowd, whatever the crowd's going to do. Um, they're going to do like when they showed up in Chicago after returning, they were massive heels right. in, the, in that match as well. Very interesting. We'll, we'll kind of see what happens with that. Um, Brian Danielson and Bandito in an incredible match, dude. Oh my gosh. Like I was, you know, filling out notes for this show and I was, you know, typing in during this match, thinking it was close to being over with the thing. went like 10 more minutes. Yeah. It was wild. Man. Yeah. I, we have seen this before with MJF of like having to earn the chance to face right. him, but if this is what we get with Brian Danielson every week to wrestle, I'm totally fine with the storyline again because these matches are fantastic. Last week with Takeshita, which, by the way, Takeshita's promo, I don't know if you saw it on Dynamite, about MJF. I, def I skipped it, but I saw you the go, promo. You, you need to go back and listen to it because it is... Sorry, full disclosure, yeah, I skipped it. It is hilarious um, what he said because I can't say it on here. <laughs> um, and then, you know, this week with Mandito, next week he's fighting Brian Cage. Like, it's... It, I love that we are getting these matches with Brian Danielson because yep. this is what he wants to do is wrestle week in and week out against these guys that we want to see him wrestle. I think it's going to be really interesting with Brian Cage. Yeah. I, I think that's going to be because we haven't seen a lot of Brian Cage uh -uh. in a long time, really. Yeah. So uh, with a little guy, I've seen Brian Cage wrestle in person against the little guys yeah. and know what he is capable of allowing them to do and how good he's able to make them look. Yeah. But that wasn't Brian Danielson. No. Now you put Brian Danielson in there with him. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be wild. It's, it's going to be the AEW version of Brock Brian. Yeah. From sure. a couple of years ago, except this Brock can do flips and stuff too. Right. So it's going to be, it's going to be very, very interesting to see how this goes. And if I'm not mistaken, that dynamite is in Lexington, Kentucky. It is a rep Make, making their Kentucky debut. Yeah. I AEW. thought about getting tickets to go, but it's wow. not happening. Surprise! I mean, yeah. you got a full week anyway, so I you did. may as well just tack on Dynamite. I'm, going to, I'm seeing Kentucky play Tuesday. Might as well go to Rupp Wednesday, exactly. watch some wrestling. Thursday, Preds game. Exactly. There you go. In the Royal Rumble <laughs> next Saturday, which we'll get to in a little bit. All right. Um, in an interesting turn of events, Soraya and Tony Storm turn heel this yeah. week. 
What do we think about this? Because I've seen a lot of mixed feelings online about how it happened. I yeah. don't necessarily like. I don't, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I, I think Saray is not getting the reaction that she thought she would. I think. Mm. Um, I th- and it, this isn't against her. It's just I think we are used to seeing what she was like 2014, 2015. Okay. Let me ask you this, not to interrupt, yeah, but can- do you think that's a product of AEW and not WWE? I'm not saying she should be in one or the other, but do you think that's why the reaction is not as I think it's I think it's also partly like she hasn't done this in a long time. That's true. And she's and it's gonna take a minute. Plus, Paige was always more convincing as a heel than she was as a baby face i agree so i think when we i think plus it's easier to be a heel than a baby face so i think we can see that starting to come through like ne- next week when they cut a promo heel tony storm is very in- intriguing to me i think she can do a very i think she's gonna do a very great job of that yep. plus they're gonna they're gonna be building willow nightingale up big time i think i think you're looking at willow being the one to beat jade cargill for that TBS championship. Interesting. At, probably a revolution. Not one I would have picked, but um, interesting. But I, I think that's that seems like the way they're going to be building to it. I don't necessarily hate it. I think it's one of those that in a couple of weeks ask me again and I'll let you know sure. exactly how I feel because I she needs a change. She needs something interesting to do. And honestly, if we get this double turn with Britt and Jamie being the faces mm-hmm. and then Tony and, and Soraya being the heels, when Britt turns on Jamie, Britt's going to be an even bigger heel at that point. So I think sure. it plays into that really well. I agree for sure. Uh, a couple of things from that. One, I've seen a lot of people already speculating online that we're going to see AEW Originals versus AEW Outsiders, the first women's blood and guts match. I'm, I'm good with that. That they're setting that up. <laughs> I'm good with that. So you would have Britt, Jamie, Jamie. I don't know who else. Jade, maybe? Uh, maybe. Anyway, or Willow and like Chris Dattlander. Willow for sure. Um, and then against Soraya, Tony Storm, Ruby. Um, I don't know. Ruby made the save. She did. So it would be either her turning heel Athena. or yeah, Athena would definitely be in there with them. Um regardless. Yeah. And, see the, the thing is, like, there's not a lot, especially in the women's division, there's not a lot of ex WWE people sure. in, in the women's division. I think you do it in the men's. I hate the term ex WWE anyway because yep. half these people were independent wrestlers before they like they didn't start in WWE. They were right. they made their name. They're just best else. known for WWE. Right. Right. Um the other thing that I was going to mention is I feel like maybe the reason we're getting a lot of mixed reaction with Soraya is it's hard to turn a legend heel. Yes. It just in general in wrestling. Unless you just Jarrett. I don't well <laughs> A well-loved legend yeah, that's true. That's as a heel. True. Yeah, yeah. We saw WWE flirt with Shawn Michaels trying to be a heel towards the end of, you know, part of yeah. the, his second run. Didn't work. Right. Dumb. Undertaker, same thing. Yeah. Didn't work. That was dumb. Yeah. Triple H, people boo him because they know they're supposed to, but he wasn't a true, true heel. I think I when I think in the authority he was. True. Yeah, I think the authority, especially, I mean, during that time, it was easy to turn anybody heel because you just put them against Dana Bryan. Well, that's they're going to be heel anyway. But then, like post retirement, no. there's no way he like he's going to get a huge pop every right. time he comes out. W, uh, WCW tried to turn Sting heel in '99. That yeah, didn't work. That lasted a month. Didn't work. Um, and it was a terrible. That's month. that's one of the things that because we're we're getting ready to talk about Darby, but that's one of the things Katie asked me was like. But Sting ever a heel? Cause like, is he, do you think he'll turn on Darby? Is like, listen, they tried it one time. It's not. It didn't work. No. There, 
there are a few, there are some people in wrestling you can't. that you can't turn heel. Rey Mysterio can Jeff never Hardy. be a heel. Jeff Hardy can never be a heel. Uh, Sting can never be a heel. At this point, Taker can't be a heel. Right. Um, Sean. 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 Sean might be able to. It at, depends on at, what he's doing. At this point, though, yeah. he could not. Um, they're, they're just a few people that, like, they're, no matter what. I think it would be very hard at this point to turn Randy heel. Right. I mean, against Matt Riddle, you might be able yeah, to. But yeah. it, it would it would have to be something very convincing right. to do that. Um, not to get too far down the rabbit trail, but the one person I really wanted to compare Soraya here to is Edge. Yeah. Because Edge came back. Yeah. Edge was a huge baby face. And you could see that Edge wanted to do some different things. And they tried the Judgment Day thing. Yeah. And I really feel like that Edge was the point. We, we talked about with the Judgment Day when they started out early. And again, this is not to go too far down a WWE rabbit trail because <laughs> we are going to get to Darby Allen. But we saw the Judgment Day and we, we, something was off. Yeah. It turns out what was off was Edge. Yeah. He, he was, he was trying to force his way into being a heel. It wasn't natural. It wasn't working. I'm yeah. not saying that Saray is going to suffer the same thing. I'm just saying a beloved legend like that, that comes back after a long time away. It's hard to make people not like them. Right. So I think that could be what some of the pushback is, is like, we're not ready for this. Right. And I think that's, you know, I think with edge specifically, it was like a year into his right. return and we, I love edge. But his year run after Seth was like, okay, we're starting to get repetitive. Like we we got to we got to switch something up here. Try to do the heel turn. Didn't re- it was exciting at first. Didn't didn't work at all. Right. Um, I think with with Soraya, it, it would be interesting, and it just depends on who she goes after. Like if she goes after a Jamie Hader or a Willow Nightingale, I think I think the crowd will turn on her because sure. AEW has their their crowd like their their ones that you don't mess with. Otherwise, we're going to turn you heel. Right. And I think Willow and, and um, Jamie might be that for Soraya. So it, it's just, it'll be interesting to see how they handle. Again, I think in a couple of weeks, we'll be saying, we could either be saying, oh, it was brilliant turning them heel. Like it, right. it's working for him. Or we might be saying, eh, baby face or heel, they're kind of the same. <laughs> it's, all, it's all, yeah. Well, yeah, it's, it's much more of a distinction in WWE than it is in AEW. It is. For a lot, a lot of people. Yeah. So, again, not not a huge. Deal. The only true heel, other than in in Long Island, that I can think of is MJF. Oh, for sure. Yeah, he's the only. Maybe one. Stokely Hathaway. And the yeah, firm, but, but still, like and when the, you're talking Gun club, when you're talking big time people, though, like yeah. he's the only true, true. He's heel. the only true, true. Because like, yep. I, but there's not like a in in that thing like in that same aspect there's not like a true true baby face either that's a good point because like moxley uh, adam cole now 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 but it, then again for adam cole it's very easy to turn that switch and, well, and turn him heel but like with everybody else moxley can play both roles yeah page can play both Brian roles. can play both roles. page may be the only one that could be close enough to be a baby face because a true baby face. he everybody loves him brian danielson flips that coin all the time so yep. kenny omega flips that coin all the time so i think it just it depends on who they're in the ring with, where they're at, what's going on. And I was going to say in which entrance tunnel they come out of, but not now anymore. it doesn't matter. <laughs> I'll right. come out the same way. <laughs> uh, speaking of ultimate babyface, not saying you can't turn this guy heel, but Darby Allen uh, in a banger of a main event against Kushida. I yep. forgot how good Kushida was. Yep. Uh, you can never forget how good Darby Allen is, but man, some of those bumps that he takes, he's just, bro, oh my gosh. The top rope 
to the floor that got turned into an arm bar reversal that was, was vicious. Like, there's no need for taking that bump. Like, there's if, no need, but if, I'm glad he did because it was awesome. If JR was on commentary, he would have said it. Oh, there's absolutely. There's no need to take that Absolutely. Bump. But that's the thing about Darby Allen that we love is, like, the dude just doesn't care right. about his body or your body. Like, right. he's going to he's gonna do things. He's going to take you out. Um, we I said this off when we were talking about this before. If Kushida signs with AEW, it's fine. Like, we're going to get some fun matches. Sure. Kushida and Brian Danielson, please. That would be amazing. I would love it, though, if Kushida went back to New Japan. Yep. I think Kushida and, and, and Kushida in New Japan fits really well, especially with the new brand that they're trying to build there. Yeah. I think he fits right into it. So uh, that would be great. But this, for a one-off, like, if this was a one-off one time, amazing. Absolutely yeah. amazing. It was very, very good. Very good main event. Um. Let me ask you this, because I don't remember exactly. Darby's first TNT title run. Yeah. Didn't they tell this same story where we don't know if Darby is going to be able to with withstand all the punishment, body parts get hurt, we're questioning that kind of thing? I know that's sort of the, the MO That's just Darby, Darby, I think. <laughs> right, but I feel like they told that same story when he was champ before, because then he ran into Miro. Yeah, because I'm, I'm trying to think who he fought before. Because he beat Cody. He beat Cody. I think he wrestled like. Yeah, I don't remember. Did he wrestle Powerhouse Hobbs? Maybe. I think he wrestled like Powerhouse Hobbs. I think he wrestled Brian Cage at one point. Yep. I um, do remember that. So he wrestled like bigger guys right. to tell the story. Um, yeah, I just, I think with a guy like Darby, that's that's his thing is like, sure. it's like Jeff Hardy. Yeah. Jeff Hardy's going to jump off stuff and do stupid stuff and hurt himself. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not but, saying, like, that Darby's not taking punishment or shouldn't take punishment right, right. or anything like that. I just find it interesting, like, that's the narrative. Yeah. And we're going to run into somebody that Darby just can't conquer because he's too injured. You know right. what I mean? And who's that going to be? Well, I don't know. Return Miro again? I can't think I can't think that far ahead. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like, Miro, who knows what anybody's doing with him at yeah. AEW. I don't know. I don't know what the you deal is. You just put it back that. on Joe. There's there's more going on. Not to dive into a rabbit hole. There's more going on with Miro than yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the deal I don't is. know what the deal is with Miro either. I because he was like when he first came in and when he was TNT champion, he was hot. on top of the world, he was like hot. killing it. Yeah. Um, he may be one of those that if we're not jumping in this rabbit hole this week, right. but he may be one of those <laughs> that if Vince doesn't return to power he may go back go back to wwe i think fgr is kind of in that that category as well um i don't know i think with darby i I mean we're heading to because sting has said that he wants to kind of retire this year on his own terms Mm -hmm. his last match has to be either with jericho with to me it has to be with darby i think we get jericho i think we get jericho sting for his first singles match sometime this year i read something where he did an interview where he said he's not going to do a singles match he just straight up said, "I'm not going to do one." But I don't know how you. I don't know how you retire in a tag match with Darby. Yeah, to me, the I, 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 in, in, a, I in a perfect world, sure, in a perfect I, world. Listen, your first one this year is Jericho. You end the year off by Sting losing to Darby Allen, and you give Darby that. I mean, he's already a star, but give him the extra push. Oh, yeah, like, I totally, like, I've been on the Sting singles match train ever since yeah. he got there. Yeah. Like, I want it to happen, but he said in an interview recently, well, then, and it was the same interview where he said he's going to retire yeah. this year, he's not going to do a singles match. Well, then do Jericho and Guevara versus Sting and Darby Allen. That's then. what I think. <laughs> we get the best of both worlds in one match. Right? I think 
speaking of that, I think you could easily do with Jericho and the TNT title what you did with the Ring of Honor title. You take have Jericho yeah. take it off Darby. Yeah. I'm not saying that's the perfect option, but that you could do that. Yeah. Sting, does Sting need a title run? I think he does. A TNT I, title run? No. Sting wouldn't be. They could be tag champs, but that's too sacred. Never mind. Can't that is that. very sacred in AEW. I mean, Jeff Jarrett Can't tried. And he got people were ticked for that one half second that he won that, that match last couple weeks ago. Jeez. Um, I think, I mean, I don't think Sting, one, I don't think Sting needs to uh, be, but I don't think he also wants to be AEW champion. Oh, Lord, no. He absolutely does not want to be. But like TNT champion, I think you could do that. In a perfect world, you could have Jericho beat Darby, Sting take the title off of Jericho, and then one last match, Sting versus Darby. Mm, no. In a perfect world, you have the ultimate babyface and the ultimate heel, Sting and MJF. That's, that's a perfect For world. For the AEW title. Yes, that's a perfect world. That right is there. a perfect world. That would be great. That's, I what, just, you, that's what she should do. You know, I, and... I will be the first one to admit I made fun of Darby and Sting together the first time. Oh, me too. I hated it. I hated it. I'm so glad they put them together, though. Like, they, to right now, one, Sting looks like he's having a blast every time he's out there. And two, they just fit so well together for some reason. It doesn't make sense, but it works. They do, and I get it. Like, I still am not a huge fan of it, but if it's what's going to get Sting on TV and it's what's going to make Sting happy, sure, that's fine. Whatever. All right, let's move on. AEW, fun discussion about AEW. Um, If you're just now checking us out, welcome to the Pipe Bomb Wrestling Podcast. This is a show that is for the fans, by the fans. That is Andy York. My name is Chris Belcher. We are here for you each and every Friday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, all of the places. Subscribe wherever you find your podcast. Leave us a five-star review. We would appreciate it. We are also found on the Bodysum.net YouTube channel. We are also found on Sportswire Radio. Make sure you check those guys out. Subscribe there. Support those guys. We appreciate that very much, as I know they do as well. Follow us at PBW Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Andy is at Andy underscore PBWP, and I am at Chris Belcher 24 So give us a follow. And if you're into fantasy booking and all that kind of stuff, check out our other podcast, PBWF. We're coming down to the wire. Yep. Season one episode, or sorry, week 23 coming mm-hmm. your way this week. So make sure you check that out. Let's move on to WWE, man. Um, wild thing to start out with. <laughs> Listen, we can all argue about Braun Strowman. Yeah. Whether he was a good hire, bad hire, whatever. Yeah. And I never in a million years thought I wanted to see a three-segment match between these two guys. Yeah. Bro, I was entertained. <laughs> this was good. I think it's... Well... This... This is Strowman's best match. Oh, absolutely. That he's ever had. Yeah, easily his best match he's ever had. I. This is his best singles match. The four-way at SummerSlam. Yeah, I was going to say that one with him and Joe. Was it him, Joe, Joe, Kane, and Lesnar? No, it was him, Joe, Roman, and Lesnar. Roman. There was a triple threat that was a lot of fun, too. That was Strowman, Kane, and Kane. That's right. Yeah, where he, he oh, yeah, pulled where the he, scaffolding down on everybody. And where Brock sucker punched him for real. And told him to come, literally said, slow down <laughs> in yeah, the middle of the ring. Um, anyway. Yeah, this is his best singles match. One, no offense to Strowman, nothing against Strowman. I think this is a testament to really how good Walter is to get this kind of a match yeah. out of Strowman. Um, the thing about Strowman is he's annoying, 
I'm not a huge. I've never been a huge Strowman fan. I, I mean, it's impressive the things that he can do, but then there are a lot of guys out there that are his size that are doing the same thing he does and sure. does it a lot better than he does it. That's true. Um, the crowd loves him though. Like he's, he's so over. over. He's oh my so, gosh, over he's so over because he's such a big dude. Woo. Like he's such a big dude. People want to see him. People love him. I think also people wanted to see Gunther get his butt whipped, which there was a portion of me that was like, oh my gosh, this is, they're going to have Strowman beat Gunther. Please don't let this Well, you happen. know, you know, a lot of people, did you read online what a lot of people were saying? No. If Strowman wins, we know Vince is really Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I did see that. And I, that's, <laughs> that's one thing. I will say, <laughs> Strowman needs to learn how to take a power bomb. Yeah. You don't land on your feet and then fall back. You just kind of take the bump. This match was, this match was 10 times better though than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Like, I thought it was going to be good because I knew how good Gunther is and I knew some of the things Strowman can do. Showman looked good like in this match. Showman looked really good. I was so entertained by this yeah, match. I, I, can't, I seriously cannot get over how entertained I was yeah. by this match. Yeah. Really, really. If you had told me this would have, if you had told me last week that this match was going to go three segments, I would have said this is going to be terrible. It's going to be so slow. I would have said, tell me when we get to the third segment and I watch the yeah, end. Yeah. That's what I would have said. It was, it was good all the way through. So good, man. Oh my gosh. Uh, let's move on to, man. Things just get crazier and crazier with Bray Wyatt, don't they? I don't know what's going on anymore. They okay. Let's let's workshop that. Yeah, you don't know what's going on. Is that a try to put your Bray Wyatt fandom aside? Right, right, right. Is that a good thing or a bad thing that we don't know what's exactly what's going on? Because now, as we're going to talk about in a minute, we're seeing Uncle Howdy with Alexa Bliss. We're right. also seeing Uncle Howdy here. We're trying right. to tie these things together. Is it a good thing or a bad thing? I think it's it's one of those cases, kind of like with Saray and Tony Storm. The ending will tell us whether this was good or bad in a lot of ways. Because like if they're building to something really special, and that happens, that all of this starts to make more sense. Right. Then it's like, oh, okay, like the intrigue got us here. Yep. And that, that makes sense. Um, I know for a lot of people, and for a lot of, it's going to sound terrible. What I'm about to say, but it's fine. Um, for a lot of long term WWE fans long-term storytelling is not the easy thing for people to follow at times. Cause we've never had it. You never had it and you get bored with it yep. pretty quickly. Um, and I will say there are some, there are some weeks I'm like, man, this story has got to get, like, we got to progress a little we gotta bit do more. We got to, yep. I'm sick of seeing LA. Like, it's cool seeing LA night get abused backstage, but we got to, we got to move on a little bit. Uncle Howdy showing up the first week. Cool. Second week attacking him. Cool. We got it, but we need some progression, yep. but this promo the rocking chair when the rock when I saw the rocking chair, the pop and the rocking. Oh my god! The rocking chair was great. I was like Bray Wyatt. Like this is this is the eater of worlds, Bray Wyatt. The first people forget how great the first year of that Bray Wyatt run was. Yep. Like it was fantastic. I know people remember the Inferno match with Kane. I hate to tell you, there's never been a good Inferno match. That's true. There's never been a, like I think. Kane and Taker had like the first one. The very first one is probably the best one. And it's just because it was new. And it's like, right. it's it's fine. And Taker did his Taker dive over the top, over right. the flames. Right. That kind of thing. Like, that was cool. The, the, the Bray Wyatt uh, Kane one was horrible. I've never watched it. It's horrible. Okay. Um, the it. Fiend Randy Orton one was fine because fine at the end they got was. to burn the Fiend alive, right. which was the craziest thing I'd... I'd yeah, so um, those the that's probably the craziest moment of the pandemic era was it absolutely the fiend alive. Yeah, it absolutely is the craziest moment. Um, for sure. But people forget how good this era of Bray Wyatt was. Yeah, 
but I don't understand what he is saying because I don't know if he's saying he's all of these now wrapped into one. Right. If he's bringing these back, like it, it's, it's very confusing. And I think it's confusing for a reason yep. that we'll figure out at some point down the line, hopefully. Yeah. I'm, I'm really interested to see, like I, on one hand, I'm like, okay, this did nothing. This didn't do anything. Like right. I, I need, I need, I need something concrete. I need something yep. that I can grab onto. Yeah. But then again, you're like, well, wait a minute. <laughs> we've seen you since October. Yeah. And now we've seen Uncle Howdy separate. And now you're telling me like you are him. Like what? Yeah. You know what I mean? So and I don't know if you saw the QR code that popped up in there was a QR code that popped up when he was um like they did like the Bray Wyatt will be here, whatever. They yes. have the different graphic a QR code popped up in that. Yes. And the QR code sent you to a Firefly Funhouse clip, right. yes. which I think was from the feud with Seth going into Hell in a Cell. Because mm. he said, I'll see you in hell laughing, and then said, let me in. Like, yeah. that, that's the first time like the fiend popped up everything else. Yep. And then he cuts this promo where he's like, I am all these things. I, I am, am the him. eater of worlds. I am him, yeah. which we all know who him is. Like, right. I am Uncle Al So, like, I don't know if, like, this Lights Out match part of me kind of hopes that we see this. I hope they handle it right. If they do it this way, part of me hopes we get all like the three faces of Wyatt <laughs> in this one match. Like that would be really interesting if they did it the right, like if they handled it the right way. I th yeah. I was going to say handling it the right way to me involves pre-production, not in the ring. Like, because a pre-recorded segment. Yes. Yeah. Because like, if, if we get all of them, I need to see him as all of them. Yes. Like, I need to be able to know that it is Bray with the Uncle Howdy mask. Yeah. Bray with the Fiend mask. Yeah. Bray is Bray. Like, I need to know for sure. Not, I mean, I'm not knocking what they're doing with right. Uncle Howdy right now. Right. Because I think it's really cool. But I need, if you're saying that you're him, I need to see you as him. Right. That way, now, when we see Uncle Howdy, we're like, Wait a minute. What is happening? Because you just took a sister Abigail from Uncle Howdy yeah. two weeks ago. Yeah. And now you're saying you are at Uncle Howdy. Exactly. How, how is how is this going to work out? And you guys look very different. Like right. you're not you're not the same. But I will say this though. If the fiend ever does show back up, the pop that the fiend Fiend's will get showing up is some at some point. I don't know if he shows up at the rumble. I think it may be one of those that when we get because I, I think we're heading to WrestleMania being Bray Wyatt versus uncle howdy maybe it's the masked uncle howdy maybe it's bo dallas underneath the uncle howdy mask or i kind of like bo dallas would be cool i kind of want vincent at the same time because i think vincent and bray wyatt would be very intriguing okay. to see those two together okay so let's rabbit hole for that for a minute because you know we like to rabbit hole with bray wyatt here yes we do um if we are to go to wrestlemania brave us versus uncle howdy which seemingly has been what we're, we've been headed to the right. whole time. If we're still going that direction and Bray beats uncle Howdy, does uncle Howdy get unmasked after that? And we see Bray building the infamous Wyatt six. And that person is just referred to as uncle Howdy, but it is Vincent or Bo Dallas or whomever. Right. Or like, how, how do we do that? There are a couple ways I think you could go. Um, one, I think Bray needs to win. Oh, yeah. There's no way he needs to lose that match. Yeah. 
For sure. And I think when he wins, I think we could see a more sinister side of him. To because I think if he has his faction, he needs to be a heel. Yep. Which at this point in time, I think it'd be very hard to turn Bray Wyatt heel with the fans during this. Well, I think you could just be Bray Wyatt. Because he does the heel. The was a heel, and he, the people like the fans loved exactly. the fiend when he showed up. So he I think does he could heel. do that. Yeah, he does yeah. heel things. Yeah, I think I think you could have him just absolutely destroy Uncle Howdy and reprimand Uncle Howdy and like be dominant over Uncle Howdy and force Uncle Howdy to unmask, revealing whoever. Mm-hmm. And then throughout the next couple of weeks, we get you know Vincent showing up. We get right. maybe Braun Strowman joining the faction again. Okay. Maybe we get Karrion Cross joining the faction. Maybe we get Eric Rowan coming back. Eric Rowan coming back. That would be I would be totally fine with that. That would be great. Yep. Um so I think you could start to see those seeds being planted. I think WrestleMania, I think this lights out match is going to be one is going to be an acid trip watching it in the first place. But two, I hope it tells us a lot about where we're heading to WrestleMania. Because like I get it. You don't want to you don't want to give too much on TV. Sure but you need to give us something at the rumble, yep. like something that's like, Tangible. Oh, this is, this is a clear picture of, of where we're heading. Not clear, but the, like it's a clearer picture where we're heading, but I still got a lot of questions that we need to answer along this road. Yep. Like, cause you don't want to give everything at once and then kill the intrigue, but you want to give a lot, but still have a lot of questions come from what you give. Let's bounce around here a little bit. I know we hadn't planned to go in this order, but let's go ahead and talk about Alexa Bliss, and let's talk about Bianca Belair, and let's talk about Uncle Howdy. Let's talk about what happened on Monday Night Raw, because we're in this Bray Wyatt discussion, so we we may as well continue it. Um, And we were talking off air about, you know, what's the Rumble going to look like as far as an order, because you've got Alexa and Uncle Howdy, then you have this pitch black thing. Do they somehow go together? Is it back-to-back? Are you okay with, I know we've been critical about Alexa and Bray and all this. I love this. I do too. This is really good. And the way that they had Uncle Howdy show up. Yeah. That's different. That is different. That's something cool. I, one, this is like one of the coolest moments of the year (laughs) so far. One of the coolest moments I can remember on Raw for a long time. Just the image of. I don't even know. Like that could just be a silhouette. That could just be. I thought the same. A thing. holographic thing that they have playing there. It could also just be somebody in Uncle Howdy garb or whatever. I love this, and I think this is a great way to make us forget about Alexa Bliss and the Fiend, and introduce something new. Yeah, I also sure. think it's a great way for Alexa Fl- uh, Alexa Bliss. Wow, Alexa Bliss to feud with Bray Wyatt without ever interacting with Bray Wyatt himself. Like, I think this is a great little cheat code that you can use for that. I think the Rumble is going to be very interesting because I don't know if Bianca, win- I think Bianca more than likely wins. I was just getting ready to ask But that. there's a chance, I think, that Uncle Howdy could help Alexa win. I th- And not to get into Rumble predictions, which we're going to do next week on our preview episode, and make sure you check that out. Um, not to get too far into that, but... I know that she's away from Bray and all that, uh-huh. but I do think you could see them together at Rumble just briefly. Oh, I, there's going to be an interaction between Bray and Alexa. Like, I, I think there's I don't going to how, I don't know when. Maybe backstage, yeah. maybe during the lights out match. Yes. Maybe, maybe even post Alexa Bliss, Bianca Belair match. Like, I think you're, they have to see each other. 
They yes. have to be face to face after everything that's happened. They especially, especially again, back to our original point. Yeah. If Bray is Uncle Howdy, yeah, we got to get there. Yeah, and especially like if the Bray Wyatt logo keeps popping up during the match or whatever, like that, they have to interact some way somehow. Which, by the way, I love that Bray ended his promo by saying "run." I love that he started it off by saying "we're here," because when he said that, I was like, "Oh, this is this is fantastic." And then the uh, run, and then the the Wyatt family sound effect, like all of that was perfect. Yep. If we get stuff like that during Alexa's match, they have to interact at some point. So, back to my original question, <laughs> because we've been critical about Alexa and Bray and all that kind of stuff, right? Keep them far apart, blah blah blah. This is good. This is good. Are you okay with potentially putting those two worlds somehow? back together right now yes because of who's in charge and who's running things fair enough like the rob i forget his last name yeah i know being the the horror director that he is being the guy that's in basically in charge of this this whole entire storyline i trust him to make it make sense and to add it together and to be like okay these two go together Here's why they go together. Here's why they work. Because like at the beginning of The Fiend and Alexa Bliss, it was very, very interesting yep. to see them together. So I think we could head back to that area of things. And especially if Bray Wyatt and Alexa are more hands-on with it this time. I think I think it works out a lot better. So I'm I'm warming up to the idea of the two of them either coming back together or feuding at some point or or something happening. Right. I mean, look, honestly, we saw we saw Rhea Ripley versus Akira Tozawa at some point right. like already this year. I'm not saying, I'm not going to put it past them that at some point we may get an Alexa Bliss versus Bray Wyatt something at some point. We saw Alexa Bliss versus Randy Orton. We did. Which was awkward. That was, that was a very awkward. That was awkward. That was very awkward. Um, Speaking of the in-ring, though, let's talk about that for a minute because we're talking all this creative and all this where are we going, whatever. If I'm being honest, Everybody who's listening to this podcast for any length of time, we're going on five years of this podcast now. I can't crazy. believe that, by the way. <laughs> five years. We started the week before Royal Rumble 2018. Anywho, man, in a minute. So <laughs> anybody who's been with us for any length of time knows that I'm an Alexa Bliss fan. Right. Alexa Bliss versus Bianca Belair. I could have sworn a month ago it was a throwaway match on Raw. And then it was not going to turn into anything. Now, especially at the Royal Rumble, where you don't get many singles matches, yeah, this is going to be on the Rumble. Yeah, man, that's what that's wow. what tells me that something has to happen. Something big has to happen. Not necessarily like Bianca losing the title, but like something big has to happen with. Alexa Bliss, right, doing this because like, you look at the other singles matches. Roman Reigns obviously is going to have a singles match at the Rumble yep. against Kevin Owens. Perfect, like that makes sense. That that fits perfectly. Bray Wyatt's first live television, like live match. I'm not counting the Madison Square Garden one. His first match back absolutely should be on the Rumble card. Like, there's no doubt sure. about it. He should be on the Rumble card. Plus, it's a good way to keep him out of the Rumble by having yes, him in this match for sure. Um, but Alexa and Bianca, like. Charlotte's not even on this card. Well, (laughs) yeah, because you can't have a lot of matches on this card because you got to think both Rumbles are going to go. I think we're still going to get one more match. Probably. I think we'll get one more. I don't know what it's going to be, but I think we'll get one. You may get Becky. No, because you're doing Becky Bailey this this upcoming week and it's still cage. I don't think you do that at the Rumble. 
Um, I don't know. Do you do Charlotte Ronda? It's a good way to keep Ronda out of the Rumble. Yeah, that's true. We'll have to see what happens tonight and, and next Monday. Yeah. Um, I think we're going to have one more. But regardless, like Alexa is a five, six-time women's champion. Yeah. A very formidable opponent for Bianca hasn't had that opportunity in a while. Right. But now she's become incredible because of all this. Now it's a spot you can put her. Do I think she's going to win? Probably not, but I just don't know how Bianca overcomes this. Like, I don't know what the story is for Bianca to overcome. Again. Unless Uncle Howdy isn't helping Alexa. I don't know. Unless he's going after Alexa. Yeah, I guess. Like, if, if Uncle Howdy is going after Alexa, then it makes sense for him not to let Alexa win this match. Right. Um, You know, which at this point, Bianca, <laughs> Bianca's... It's, if you look at some people online, Bianca's becoming the new Cena where, you know, you remember the meme, Cena wins lol? Yep. Like, it's becoming Bianca wins lol, which I'm, I get, but, like, yep. you know, it's fine right now. Like, it's yep. working right now. Uh, but with this, like, I think Uncle Howdy could absolutely get involved, cost Alexa the match, and we head towards an Alexa-Uncle Howdy feud or Alexa-Bray feud or whoever Uncle Howdy is. I think we could we could head towards that at some point. It'd be interesting. Alexa got new music this week. So we're, it's like a remake. She's yeah. had like four different songs in a year. <laughs> I know. It's pretty wild, actually. Um, yes, it is a remix of the last one that she had. But um, all right, let's talk about Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn from SmackDown. Uh, and then we'll run that into Monday Night Raw because obviously this story is continuing. It's progressing. Great match. Yep. As expected yep. between these two. The storytelling at the end of the match. Michael Cole gets an A plus <laughs> for his commentary. Sami Zayn's facials, yep. the way they told this story at the end yep. of Sami Zayn, the it's starting to come to. He's starting to realize what's happening. Yeah, and Michael Cole just outlined it beautifully. <laughs> there Uh-oh. are so many different things that are running through my mind as a possibility. Oh yeah. Obviously, like I think, I think it's almost etched in stone at this point that we're getting Sammy versus Roman Elimination Chamber. You have to think, especially where it's at. You have to think that's that makes the most sense, right? But you gotta think like we're only a month away from that. It, maybe a little more. A little you, more. You got you got to start. You've got to turn at some point. Like the turn has to happen. Well, and you I, don't want to turn before the pay per view. You got to do the turn a couple weeks before the pay per view to build to that match. See, I think that this match. I don't think you need to build though. Like this is the build mm-hmm. because as soon as the turn happens, we know that we're headed to that match. Like right. we have to have it. So, like to me, this is the build for the match. But my thing is, I think you want to have the bloodline beat up Sami Zayn so bad that he's off TV for like two weeks. And that's true. and they're on the sh- they're on the show talking about what they did to him. Kevin Owens can come out try to stand sure. up for him, whatever. Um, I don't think he shows up until Chamber, either the Chamber or the SmackDown before the Chamber. Okay, because probably that show will probably be in Canada too. Probably, and yeah, you get a, before, you get yeah. a huge pop. It's in the same. Back. It's in the same building. I oh, think they already yeah, announced. You, the you have building. him come back that night, like the the SmackDown before, get a huge pop, hit a huluva kick on Roman Reigns. He goes into the Elimination Chamber match, beat up, blah blah whatever. However, a thought did run across my mind. What have we been thinking about this wrong? And what if the bloodline doesn't turn on Sammy? 
but Sammy turns on the bloodline. And the way you get because if it I don't if they change they could change it to where it's only one championship on the line. And if that happens, I think it's very likely that one well, I think one or two things happen. I think it wouldn't shock me if Sammy cost Roman at the Rumble to let Kevin get the title. Mm-hmm. Or next week on Raw, Sammy cost the Usos mm-hmm. and Judgment Day get the title. Because it's very clear that the Usos are defending the, the Raw Tag Team Championships and the SmackDown Tag Team Championships on different shows. Right. But that also, you got to think, too, that also can be WWE dangling that over us and saying, oh, we're going oh, to make you think they can just lose one of the titles, but in all actuality, they're going to keep them both. Absolutely. And I think that's that's probably the most likely case scenario. But I think there is I think there is an argument to be made where Sammy's been playing Roman the whole time instead of Roman See, playing Sammy. I, yes, I get that. But I think Sammy as the ultimate underdog baby face yep. doesn't happen if he's the one that turns. I think it's got to be the other way around to have sympathy for Sammy. Yeah. So that his return is just yeah. insane. Yeah, you know I, what I, mean? I agree. I I think though, if if Sammy is so over, if he if they went the other route, I think Sammy would still be a huge baby face. In I, can, what he's doing. I can see yeah, I can see that. I just but if you want to get the like the most out of it, out you, have of both have the, of you have to have the bloodline turn on, on, on Sammy at some point. Yeah, I don't I don't know what's gonna happen. I, I just it'll be a sad day when it happens though. It's going to be interesting. Cause like I was telling I was talking to to Jared, who you guys know has been on our show several times. Um, I was talking to Jared on the phone the other day and I said, you know, it's this thing where it's building, it's building, it's building. There's this tension, we know it's coming. But like the segment itself, when it happens, like it can't build, 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 and then happen. Like we need a, it happens. Snap of a finger, it happens. Yeah. I look back at the Festival of Friendship. Yeah. Like that's what I need. Yeah. I need everything to look great, everything to look awesome, and then blindsided. Acknowledgement ceremony this Monday. Hey. I think if I think it, it depends. Happen. I think it depends on the placement of that yep. ceremony. I think if the Usos fight beforehand and they lose the titles because of Sammy, we come to that. And it's literally the all the all the bloodline beating the crap out of like Rikishi, everybody beating the crap out of Sammy. And then you hear the Rock's music hit and he comes out to make the save and then <laughs> the place is going and absolutely then, nuts. Then we're really off to the races. Then we're off and point. running because you know you're getting Rock Roman at WrestleMania. You're probably getting Sammy. You're getting Sammy Roman at um, Elimination Chamber. If the Rock's not in the Rumble, and let's say Cody Rhodes wins the Rumble, which is like the most likely case scenario, right? Then there's just a lot of stuff that can happen in like a couple of weeks. Yep, which is very interesting. You know, you've been saying this for so long, and I have pushed back so much. But it's becoming a little more clear that it actually could happen uh-huh. at WrestleMania. Uh-huh. Like it could. Uh-huh. Like if you play this scenario out to where, like you just said, mm-hmm. Sammy, they turn on Sammy. He's off TV for a couple of weeks and he does make his return at Chamber. Yep. Like Roman wrestles another match at Chamber. Yep. And that's where Sammy shows back up. Yep. And then we lead. I'm, Again, the Royal Rumble has to factor in right. to all of this because right. we. I think you made a great point last week. We have to have Sammy out of the Rumble. Yeah, like we. That, if Sammy's in the Rumble, the fans are gonna 
It's going to be another Daniel Bryan It's going to be scenario. difficult. I'm not going to go that far because I think Cody Rhodes can offset that. I really do. I Maybe. I, I think it it, 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 it it would be very difficult for Cody to offset it. I think he, if anybody could, Cody would be the one to do it. I think it has to be a thing where Cody comes in early and he has to last. I think off. Cody needs to be one or two and he goes the whole That's way. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. three, between one and five. Yeah, one, five. <laughs> And Cody lasts the whole way. Yeah. Then you can get Sammy in the middle yeah. and quickly play that out. Not so that people will forget about it, but let's get it in, get it out. That way you've got time to get it out of your system. Cody makes his big comeback right. and then Cody wins. And it depends on it depends on how Sammy is eliminated. Right. Oh, that's that's true. Like that's the way Brian Danielson got eliminated in the 2014 Rumble by Bray Bray by Bray Wyatt left a lot of people. Like that's basically kind of what started the yes movement was him getting eliminated like that and people like oh really like we're not right. we're not we're not doing this so like I think if Cody is the one to eliminate Sammy just randomly in the rumble oh, that's not gonna happen that's not that's not gonna work Mm-mm. that won't happen you could have the Usos turn on Sammy in the rumble like they could turn on Sammy in the rumble True. itself Roman comes out and eliminates Sammy himself but if you do that I'm telling you there it's not out of the realm of possibility. That one of the nights, one night one or night two main event of WrestleMania is Sami Zayn versus Roman Reigns. It's, I think it's more of a possibility now than I've seen it before. Yeah. I still think Roman is more, or sorry, Rock is more likely. Yeah. I still think Cody is more likely. Yeah. Because of the Rumble fact, I've said this all along because of the Rumble factor and the undisputed championship. Yeah. And let, because I, I think it's too much to try to split the titles beforehand. Yeah. Like, I think there's just too much going on that that's going to seem like, oh, we're throwing this at you and that at you and this and that and this and that. Yeah. I think it's too much. Yeah. I'm cool with you doing it after Mania, but I think we're so close now that we, we I, can't. I still think you could do it at Mania because I think, mm, I here's think one of the things mm, that, that The mm. Rock could come out and say, you know what, you're the tribal chief. Put both tiles on the line. Defend one night one. Defend one against me night two. And let's see what happens. And I think, especially like the Rock Roman match, I've said from the beginning, does not need a world championship. Disagree. I, It's the Rock Roman. It's a generational match. Disagree. Just like I don't think Rock Cena needed a world championship. Um, it's true. But, or Rock Hogan. But you get to this point. Rock Hogan didn't. That's what I'm saying, though. Like, yeah, it, yeah. Like yeah, the yeah. first Rock Cena didn't either, and it was better than the second Rock Cena. Right. Well, that's because um, Rock got hurt in the second one, like five minutes in. He did. He still, I mean, to get hurt and do what he did was pretty impressive. Ridiculous. But sorry, I'm interrupting. You're good. I think I can't lose my thought though. I think you could have Roman, especially if Roman lost on night one to Cody, that adds even more intrigue to Roman Rock night two for that Universal Championship for Roman to beat him. I think that is a. I think that is more than likely the direction that we might be heading in this in this scenario to, to split those titles up. Here's what I think. Ready, mind blowing. Ready, <laughs> and not acknowledgement ceremony mm-hmm. on Raw, and they at the acknowledgement ceremony strip him of one of the titles and put that title on the line in the Rumble. Winner <laughs> of the Rumble wins one of the titles, aka Cody Rhodes, Rhodes or Seth Rollins. And then Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins, night one. Yeah. Rock Roman, night two. Yeah. I mean, that's 
to, I, I just said stripping him makes it convoluted. Right. But if you strip him and immediately winner of the Rumble wins the title. Yeah. That's a way for him not to get beat. Right. And nothing like. And I think if you do that, then Cody doesn't win the Rumble. Okay, then Seth think, wins the Rumble. I think Cody's championship win has to come at WrestleMania. I agree with that. So what you could do is have Seth win the Rumble, go to Elimination Chamber, in the Elimination Chamber, Cody wins number one contendership for the WWE Championship, yep. Cody yep. Seth at WrestleMania again. Um, I think you could also Drew McIntyre could win the Rumble if that championship's on the line, and you do Drew Cody. Seth Cody has more history to it, but if you want to do something new and fresh, I mean, Drew and Cody would be a lot of fun. Or if you have Cody Rhodes doing something else at Mania, yeah. I, again, don't know what that is, Drew and Seth. At WrestleMania, Drew and Sheamus for that title. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Drew, to me, honestly, I never thought I would have said this in a million years. Drew and Sheamus main eventing WrestleMania. Drew and Sheamus main eventing WrestleMania is more intriguing to me than Seth and Cody main eventing WrestleMania for yeah. that championship. I just think the way that Seth is the trajectory that he yeah. is on now, I think it's going to be too much to yeah. backtrack and have him with Cody. Yeah. I think we just need to separate and move on. Yeah. I'm I've not going to argue if we get it. Right. But I just. I've had this list for like a year now of like potential people to beat Roman Reigns. Yeah. And for like the last four months, it's only been one person. It's been Cody the whole time. Cody, 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 Cody. There are two people on my list now. Oh, there's four people on my list. That that would. I I, I think there's a chance. Like, I'm th- I think there's a chance Seth could. I think there's a chance Drew could. Just like there's always a chance that Randy could have brought could, but I don't Randy's think I the don't, other one. I don't think it's I don't think it happens. I think the best chance with the best outcome for the best storyline is Cody Rhodes. Is either Cody Rhodes or Sami Zayn. Okay. I'm gonna ride the Sami Zayn track the whole way, man. Like, we'll see. I'm all on board. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not doubting you. We'll 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 just we'll we'll see how it goes. All right, let's move on. We spent a lot of time talking about that. It was a very good conversation, but let's let's move on. We talked about Alexa and Bianca. We've talked about KO. We've talked about all that stuff. Cody Rhodes, we mentioned it, of course. He is officially in the Royal Rumble. That was uh, given to us in a video package yep. on Monday, which you said earlier you're fine with them announcing. I, again, like the perfect example of this is Triple H yep. in 2002. Like, it's fine to announce he's back. He's going to be in the Rumble. We yep. know he's coming. Shawn Michaels did it in 96. Again, not nearly as severe of an injury. Right. That was more of a storyline injury, but it is what it is. I, I'm, I'll say this. I'm fine with it now. If we get to the Rumble and there's, like, nothing – no huge surprises. And I'm like, okay, we could have saved Cody. Like Cody, Cody could have been in the rumble as a Remember surprise. the dirt sheets say right. that they're confident with their surprises. Right. Which like I, you know, the surprises this year are gonna be different than any other year, I think. Oh, for sure. Like I think we're looking at Booker T, I think more than likely shows up. Yep. Um, I think there's a good chance Nick Aldis shows up. I think there's a good chance Matt Cardona shows up. Oh yeah, we're making we're yeah we're gonna make this for yeah. sure list next yeah. week. We're gonna do a segment yeah. where we there's gonna be some New Japan guys I think in there. We're gonna predict. I'll go and tell you right now. We're gonna predict <laughs> five men and five women we think are showing up in the Royal Rumble. That's gonna be our surprises. Our bold prediction surprise. These are the people that are showing up. We're doing it next week. Good. Get ready for. Can that. I just put New Japan as a as an entire entry? No, you cannot. <laughs> You cannot do that. Which if New Japan's in there, John Mox is in there because he's still feuding with Japan, probably. That's technically that's technically true. All right, um, Bobby Lashley main event 
winning a six-way elimination match to get a shot at Austin Theory. That, my friends, is not even the most important part of the story. The most important part of the story is we're still planting seeds for the Hurt Business. A new Hurt Business. A new Hurt Ooh. Business with MVP, with Omos. And I'm telling you right now, if y'all haven't listened to the PBWF yet, you need to do it yep. because we're predicting storylines yep. on there that haven't even happened yet. It's the Street Profits, yep. man. There, it's Street Profits. MV, not going to be Cedric and, uh, and Shelton this time. I think, you think it's all I, of them? I think it's all of them. I, that's too much. See, I think because I think if we may as well call them the Bullet go, Club. If if we're gonna <laughs> go back, I mean, if we're gonna split the tag titles at some point, I'm fine with the Hurt Business stretching across both brands. MVP showing up on both shows, and you have Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits on Raw, and you have Omos and Cedric and Shelton on SmackDown. Okay, you could do that, and you have MVP bouncing back and forth. That would be cool. I like, like that. I, idea. I think that would work really. I think it's really intriguing though that Omos and and Bobby are together. Like right. being together, I think that's super interesting, um, and I think that's the best thing for Omos because to, it gives him it gives him something to do with actually wrestling. Listen, this would be one of the worst matches in wrestling history, but I now want to see it. I want to see a tag match. Oh Lord, between Bobby Lashley and yeah. Omos, yeah, against Braun Strowman and Brock Lesnar. I don't think it would be bad. I think well, if, when Omos got in, it would be bad. It would be bad. Bobby and Brock and Bobby and Strowman would be really interesting. Like, give me that tag. Like, those four big dudes. Wow. That'd be fun. That, that poor ring. I know. That like, if you didn't break the ring in that yeah. match, like, you're doing something wrong. Yeah. I, honestly, I think I think Bobby's going to be the number one contender for whoever's the champion after WrestleMania. Yep, for sure. At least one of the first ones. Because we haven't seen a good Bobby Roman match yet. No. Not for what? the title, at least. For, not, since Roman's been champ. Yeah, not since this heel turn from Roman. Because yeah. we had one in, like, 2019, 2018. 18 when Bobby boring. came back. The first, they had two. Yeah. The first one I thought was good. And then they put them as a main event on one of those pay-per-views for no apparent reason, and it was dumb. Yeah, and people were chanting, beat the, beat the traffic or something yes, like that. Yeah, something was, like that, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I thought it was, in 2018, I thought it was good. The first one, second yep. one, not so good. Regardless, Bobby needs a shot at Roman in yep. this run. Yep. I think this is a great way to get him there with the Hurt Business. Again, my reference to the PBWF is the Street Profits are in the Hurt Business on the yeah. PBWF. Go listen to so it. So is Bianca. So is Bianca. Bianca could join. Listen, a heel turn Bianca joining the, street, uh, joining the Hurt Business as champion would yes. be fantastic. That would be great. Fantastic. Um, but that could be what picks her up after she loses to Alexa. Just saying. Yeah. Or she needs to back up against Judgment Day when Rhea Ripley wins or the Rumble. The, or that too. <laughs> there you go. A lot of good things happening. Um, a few things to, to touch before we leave, before we get off here. First of all, um, if you guys need a lesson in commentary, I've already said that you need to go listen to Michael Cole from Friday night. Yeah. Go listen to Corey Graves call the Bronson Reed match from Monday Night Oh, my Raw. gosh. Bro, that commentary was amazing. I'm literally <laughs> watching this and just laughing. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. I. Well, first off, there's one spot where Bronson jumped off the apron and shoulder tackled Akira. I thought Akira yes. was dead. Like, <laughs> Bronson Reed is a big dude. Yes, he is. A huge. big dude. And it's ridiculous. I don't know if you knew this or not, but a couple months ago, Six months ago, before he signed with WWE, he beat Okada. Really? In New Japan. He I was, did not know that. He was he was like on his way to 
being a part of like Wrestle Kingdom main eventing stuff like that. And he signed, he went with WWE. I knew mic. that he was making a splash in New Japan. Yeah, he beat I didn't Okada. realize he beat Okada. He beat Okada. Yeah, which is wow. a huge deal. Um, which is why if like this whole Vince thing happens, it's Bronson Reed looks like an idiot. Right. Um, but I think Bronson Reed's going to be. A, I think Bronson Reed under Triple H's regime is going to be really interesting. Yep. I love the fact that he was already like, no, I'm not with you, Miz. Like, you pay me to do that. I'm not. I'm not. Absolutely. I'm not with you anymore. Separate himself because right. I hate it. I hate to say it, but people who just come into feud WWE that feud with Miz do not work out yeah. at all. And so I'm glad that they they've kind of have separated. Speaking of Johnny Gargano out with a shoulder injury, yep. seemingly for five to six weeks, yep. wouldn't surprise me if he makes a surprise return to the Rumble. Yeah, just because he said he's out five to six weeks, but yep. uh, that's why we haven't seen Johnny Gargano in a while. Speaking of big dudes, uh, I'm glad the Otis's popularity is growing again. That dude is back to being over, and it is awesome. He messed up the caterpillar elbow drop. It's fine, but he hasn't done it in a long time. Everybody loves. I it. look, I love Otis. I think Otis and Chad Gable are my like the funniest tag team in WWE okay. right now. Chad Gable, I'm pushing now, 2023-2024 Chad Gable for world champion because the dude is just hilarious and I need to see I need to see him become an actual threat on the main roster. Chad Gable is the next Dax Hardwood. I yeah. I think he's already there. I think people are like, oh yeah, that like Chad Gable's really like if yeah. you put Chad Gable in the ring with anybody, well that was really good. That was Johnny's first match. Yeah. It was Chad Gable. That's that amazing. Great Alpha Academy and NXT start off as nobodies and then put on you know some of the best tag team matches of all time with FTR and with DIY. Right, um, it wasn't Otis, it was Jason Jordan for those of you. Who yes, it was Jason that. Jordan, which people forget how good Jason Jordan was in the ring, so too. Good. So good that he became Kurt Angle's son, anyway. <laughs> um, that's where they were. If they would have made Chad Gable Kurt Angle's son, that would Chad Gable would be a world champion. You imagine, right you imagine the comedy between those two amazing! Oh my god, amazing! So good. All right, well, we saw it a couple weeks ago when they so, had him in Pittsburgh, right. they were together, and it was hilarious. Speaking of Kurt Angle coming back next week, um, for the Raw 30, Kurt Angle, along with you see the graphic, Kurt Angle, Shawn Michaels, DX, Ric Flair, The Undertaker. Jerry Lawler, Teddy, Teddy Long, Long, Bella Twins. Teddy Long always comes back, and it's annoying. Um, well, Taker's there too. He's putting somebody in the match with Taker. That would be very interesting. I hope he puts. Chad, I hope he walks out there with Chad Gable in the ring and says, "You're going one on one with the Undertaker, <laughs> player." That would be hilarious. Of course, he's like, "I ain't wrestling, dude." <laughs> Theory and Lashley for the U.S. title. Tribal Chief Acknowledgement Ceremony. We talked about Becky Bailey Steel Cage. It's going to be great. Yep. I love these graphics. I love the throwback. Yep. I love. I hope they do some sort of special entrance next week. It's going to be awesome. Um, quickly, um, the Nikki Cross Nugget. Did you see it? I did. I, she's been... I, one thing I have is like, is Candice LeRae blind? Because literally everywhere she looks, Nikki Cross is behind her. And like, it's pretty obvious she's behind her. Right. I love it though that she was just like it was creepy how she was just staring into Very the camera cool. behind the behind the scenes. That was great. I also say this: the Becky Bailey promo wasn't fantastic. It was a little rough in spots. Yes. But the the part where Be uh, Bailey said the only reason why you became a star is because you got punched in the face and you became a man. And Becky's like, all right, let me punch you in the face and see if you become a star. Like that, <laughs> like that was like the most offhanded. I don't think it was scripted line that she said. I was like, oh, that was fantastic. Good so job, good. Becky. Good comeback. So good. All right. So next week, we're going to recap Raw 30. Obviously, we're going to preview the Royal Rumble. We already said we're going to give our bold predictions. Five men, five women who we think are outside of WWE 
for the most part outside WWE. Yeah. Um, legends count. Not um, mainstays. Not like main roster. People. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna give our predictions of who we think is gonna be in the Rumble. We're gonna talk more about all the matches. Get you caught up on Dynamite from Lexington, Kentucky. All of those things. Make sure you follow us on social media at PBW Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Andy's at Andy underscore PBWP. I am at Chris Belcher 24. Show is found literally anywhere you can find your podcast. So make sure you subscribe, give us a five star review, and check out PBWF on a separate feed. Uh, that is our other podcast, our fantasy booking show. If you want to hear more about what's going to happen in the future, because <laughs> apparently we're <laughs> we predicting those things, um, make sure you check that out. All right. For Mr. Andy York, my name is Chris Belcher. Thanks for hanging out with us on this edition of Bye Bomb Wrestling Podcast. We will catch you guys down the road.